Blog Talk Radio. With your hands lifted up, say, say it up. Yeah. 
That's our main topic of the day. Again, 11 obstacles to effective discipleship. I hope you're all ready for that, man. We are going to have a good time in the Lord today. Let me start off by saying again, thank you, everybody, everybody already for tuning in and all of that good stuff. But look, let me give you the rundown. That's right, the rundown. The how-to, the when-to, the know-how-to, all that good stuff, how you can be a part of the show. If you're already listening on the line, all you got to do is push one. That'll get you to my producer on the other side of the glass over there, the one, the only, Latanya Michelle King, taking all of your calls, emails, chats, letters, complaints. Don't send none of them. But all of that stuff, she's got all of that. That'll get you over to her. She'll check you out, get you over to me, and you'll be live on the air with your boy. If you're listening via Blog Talk Radio, simply dial area code 323-870-4375. That is your call-in number, 323-870-4375 is the call-in number. One more time for the Holy Ghost. 323-870-4375 is the call-in number. If you want to uh, email the show, you can email the show. It's the TTLO show at TTLOmedia.net. That's right. If you want to email the show, you can email the show. It's the TTLO show at TTLOmedia.net. <laughs> is it the camera that's crooked? Because my TTLO radio looks like crooked. that. It is crooked. Okay, we'll be all right. Uh, it's the TTLO show at TTLOmedia.net. If you want to follow us on social media, you can do that as well. You can tweet the show. You can tweet the show at TTLO radio. That's right. You can tweet the show at TTLO radio. That's two T's, one L, one O. TTLO radio is where you can tweet the show. If you want to uh, follow us on the gram, that's right. Follow us on IG. You can do that as well. Follow us on Instagram. Real simple, real easy to do. It's the TTLO, TTLO radio. That's right. TTLO radio, two T's, one L, one O. TTLO radio is where you can find us there. Again, same thing as, as, as Twitter. Two T's, one L, one O, T-T-L-O radio is where you can find us there. If you want to follow us on Facebook, you can do that as well. Follow us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash T-T-L-O radio, facebook.com slash T-T-L-O radio is where you can find us there. And then the live streams are up and running. Y'all come on in, come on in, come on in, YouTube and Facebook. We are live right now on YouTube and Facebook. You can find us there right now on Facebook. For those of you watching on Facebook, go ahead and tap in the chat. I saw some already popped in. God bless y'all. Thank y'all for being on time for church. Sister Pitts, Sister DeBerry, Sister Knight, and Sister Stewart. God bless y'all. Come on in the room. Jesus is my doctor, and he writes out all my scripture. He gives me all my medicine in my room. Huh? Y'all, come on in. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Sister Bulis is here. That's right. Prophetess Bulis is in the room. Look at everybody on time for church tonight. I like when folk on time for church. Huh? I think Buddy did it again. Buddy. 
Are you serious? Yeah. Oh, I don't see it yet. Don't it's get like, it's like it's like pro, it's like promotional. I'm really trying to understand yeah. that. Like, what what is that? Like, mm-hmm. I'm I'm confused. Okay, uh, but yeah, uh, I, I wonder is it the song? I don't know. Like, I'm I'm curious about that now. Uh, but anyway, yeah, I don't see it listed on there yet. But you see it? I don't. Oh wait, yes, I do. An ownership link. Cool. Okay, yeah. Anyway, anyway, anyway. I am uh I am again emotional. Ex- I'm really trying to <laughs> Oh God. Uh yeah, we gon we gon we gonna figure that out because uh he gonna have to get up off my off our stuff. I need to figure that out real quick. Uh so anyway, I am just excited again to be here. Uh but those of you watching on Facebook right now, Facebook, Facebook, go ahead and hit that share button for me. Do me a favor, hit that share button real quick, real quick, real quick. Let the folks know uh, that the TTLO radio show is on right now. Let the folks know that the TTLO radio show is on right now. Uh, yeah, for those of you on YouTube, go ahead hit that subscribe button. Hit that subscribe button if you don't mind. Hit that subscribe button to our YouTube page. Uh, we appreciate y'all so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you, and thank you. Uh, yeah. Also, also, you can find us on iTunes, Spotify, anywhere you can download uh, a podcast, you can find us. And don't forget, we are an iHeartRadio partner. So what that means is not only will you find the CTLO show on your iHeart app, you can also find Healthy Soul Talk every Thursday at 5.30 p.m. with Dr. Kimberly Thomas. Real talk. Real issues, real solutions right here on the TTLO radio show. I just thought about it when I saw your name pop up again, Sister Bulise. I was supposed to call you yesterday because you did ask, you did reach out, and I completely forgot. I am so sorry. I just thought about that. She sent me a message. Okay. Uh, (laughs) Just thought about it. Uh, So sorry. Um, But yeah, that's why you got to reach out to Tanya. See, and then I get the reminder because, you know, reaching out to me is like talking to the wall. Uh, So. I just thought about it, seriously. Uh, but you can find her every Thursday at 530 right here with the Healthy Soul Talk Show on the TTLO Media Group Network. Don't forget my brother, the good pastor, Harold D. Washington. Harold D. Washington, you can check him out every Tuesday with the Kitchen Chronicles. Uh, feeds your soul and your body all at the same time. Man, the brother can cook and he can preach. Huh? What more you need? But he feeds you every Tuesday, somewhere around 7.15, Uh But then, but then we start your week off. Y'all know how we start the week off. We start the week off on Sundays. And on Sundays, the first thing, let come on, come on, come on to church with us here at the historic Ebenezer Missionary Baptist Church. That's right. You can catch the simulcast of the live service uh, right here at Ebenezer Missionary Baptist Church. You can catch that right here on your TTLO Media Group Network right at 11 o'clock with Senior Pastor Daryl in person and the Ebenezer Missionary Baptist Church family. Come on in and tune in and hang out with us on Sundays at 11 o'clock. Don't forget about my brother, my brother, my brother. That's right, the Faith, Works, and Vision Church. That's right, FWV. Come on now, the Faith, Works, and Vision Church. You can catch them on Sundays uh, right around 12 12:45, right around that time the good pastor my brother on the west side pastor harold d washington preaching and teaching and they got some praise and worship going on over there but you can always check them out over there i'm trying to see did i miss anything man look i'm excited about this topic tonight about discipleship because it is a major major piece uh that definitely needs to be talked about but again uh i didn't want to uh have this conversation uh, but, you know, I would be, you know, I use this in the wild because they tease me about it. I'm ready for it. But is it? 
You remiss. Better, yes, thank you. I would be remiss uh, if I did not uh, speak on uh, this particular uh, this particular issue. Uh, so yesterday on Saturday afternoon, Saturday afternoon, uh, two sisters were shot, one fatally on Chicago's northwest side. Let me just give you the rundown. And this is coming from the ABC um, ABC 7 News Chicago gets credit for this. It says the Chicago family continues to grieve after two young sisters were shot, one fatally while sitting in a car on the northwest side on Sunday. A six-year-old girl continues to fight for her life in the hospital while her seven-year-old sister has died. The two girls were in a vehicle parked on the street just before 3 p.m. in the 6200 block of West Grand Avenue when police said someone someone opened fire on the parked car, shooting both young girls. Like a machine gun going off, you know what I mean? Like two people shooting at each other or something, said Alberto, who lives near the scene. Serenity Broughton, seven, died from her injuries, and her younger sister, Aubrey, remains in the hospital. The girl's grandmother, Regina Broughton, remains in shock and wants justice for her grandchildren. She says, I'm lost. I mean, they were my life, my everything. How do you prepare yourself for something like this? She was a beautiful kid. Her spirit was beautiful, innocent. Everything about her was innocent. The six-year-old was hit in the chest and right armpit and remains in stable condition. Her seven-year-old sister was shot in the chest and later died. Uh, devastated by the loss of one of her grandchildren, Broughton said the seven-year-old was supposed to take her very first plane ride in just two days. She had dreams of just going to the airport. She just wanted to see the airport, wanted to go up on the plane, she said. Uh Police Chief uh, Brian McDermott says, he says, today I am saddened and outraged. To say that I am saddened and outraged is an understatement. I only hope every resident in the city is angry, saddened, and outraged as I am at this time. Right now, currently, there's a $2,000 reward that's being offered for information leading to an arrest and conviction. Community activist Andrew Holmes (laughs) said on Sunday, Uh, He said, come forth and take responsibility. Whoever sees this, turn them in. It was a child. She didn't deserve this. Broughton added, if you have any kind of heart, step forward, do what you're supposed to do, and do what a decent human being should do. Uh, It's not about the money. It's just about catching these individuals before they strike and hit another child. Stop killing our children, Andrew Holmes said. And then here's the number that got me almost up out of my sleep. Uh, According to the count by ABC7, y'all ready for this? More than 250 children have been shot and 32 killed this year in Chicago. Let me read that number again. This is according to ABC7's count. So I'm quoting this from their website. 250 children have been shot since January 1st of 2021 and 32 children have been killed that would be anyone under the age of 18 32 children too many young people have lost their lives to senseless gun violence in chicago mcdermott said anyone with information of course is asked to contact the police or share tips anonymous anonymously on the cpdtip.com website um then let me let me let me go on because let me get this all out at once. Um, I believe it was the same day or the day before. Oh no, this is Monday morning. Uh, 
surveillance video shows fatal shooting of woman 70 in Hedgewich. Uh, a 70-year-old woman was killed in a shooting in Chicago's Hedgewich neighborhood Monday morning. Police said family identified woman as Javon Ruzich. She was opposite of that evil that took her. She was my mom and had uh, a piece of so many other people. Just standing here alone, people come in for their morning coffee, knew my mom. Uh, it says, it was a weekly routine for Ruzik, who retired from the Department of Streets and Sanitation, to come to work before 5 a.m. a couple of days a week at the Baltimore Food Store near 133rd Street and Baltimore Avenue. Is this in Baltimore? Wait, where was that? No. Baltimore. Oh. 133rd Street, Baltimore Avenue. I'm confused. Uh, Monday was starting off no different. Oh, okay, I got it now. Until an unknown gun decided to take her life. Ruzi was inside a parked car in the 133-100 block of South Baltimore Avenue at about 4.26 a.m. when police said two suspects approached and fired shots. I woke up this morning to the sound of gunshots. I heard about eight or nine of them said Edward Manzo. Surveillance video shows there are two vehicles, and then a third car pulls up. Two people get out of a car and head over to Yvonne's car and point a gun at her and start shooting. Her stepson, her stepson watched the crime happen right before his eyes. Ruzik managed to drive away, but then crashed down the block where Gummin caught up with her and shot her several more times. Jesus. According to her boyfriend, she was transported to Advocate Christ Hospital with multiple gunshot wounds and was later pronounced dead. Boyfriend says, I don't know what to do with my life now. Uh, I lost my best friend. Uh, he describes his girlfriend as loving, caring grandmother that always made sure everyone was taken care of. She was wonderful. She would do anything in the world for anybody and always did. She worked part-time because she loved to stay busy. Her boss says she was a dedicated employee and a hard worker. She was, moan, uh, she was known by so many in this tight-knit Hedwich community, always smiling face and a great attitude. Um, I saw the video for this one. Um, and it was two guys got out of a car, walked up, both of them on the same side, and just started shooting. Um, I I I don't know. Uh, Shante, I believe we should pause. Yeah, I am. I am gonna pray, Shante. I'm. I'm. I am. Um, I'm. I'm confused. I'm confused. Shelter, say I'm a tithe member of TTLO Church. <laughs> uh. I am I am confused. Um, don't get me wrong. I know prayer works, and Shante under no. I really I really would pray right now. Um, I don't know if I want it, to. It's one of those things where, and I know it's no such thing as bothering God, but that's how I feel. That's how I feel. Um, uh, one of my very overly conservative friends uh, on Facebook. Uh, put up a post earlier today and it was disturbing uh, and I almost commented on it but I didn't uh, uh, and this is this is uh, this is why I, I just, this, I'll just read the comment and I'll leave it to y'all she put this comment up with a picture of the two young ladies the two babies that were shot uh, and she says this is why I don't talk about the 10 black people that the police kill every year because the real terrorism and violence starts with us i'll read it again this is why i don't talk about the 10 black people that police kill every year because the real terrorism and violence starts with us where's the lie 
I'm I am I am I am here. Um where's the lie? I'm I am I am I am torn. I find myself almost speechless right now. I am I am torn uh because you know, we went through this a while back with babies being killed and now it's it's and I don't want to say it's the norm. And I say that today after being at school uh, in a lockdown for, for almost uh, two hours. We were in a lockdown today at the school because there were gunshots uh, today. Matter of fact, Friday as well. There were 15 gunshots right down, right down the street today. There were gunshots where a person barricaded himself in the house on Chicago Avenue in Holman, literally right down the street from the school. And this is happening in the middle of the day. We talking middle of the day. So this, this is happening at a time where our children would have been outside for recess and these gunshots would have occurred. We would have rushed them all into the building, shut down the rooms, put them in the classroom, locked them in the closet, closed the doors, locked the doors, schools on lockdown until we get it all clear. And, 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 and I hate to say this, and, and there may be someone listening, uh, um, uh, we have new teachers at, at, my, at, my, at my school and our head of school sent out a message trying to reassure them that this is not the norm. Uh, this doesn't happen every week. And, yeah, it don't happen every week. It happens every month, though. Um, and maybe y'all help me, you know. I'm not, I'm, I'm not the expert. I, I give my opinion. Uh, I give my opinion, mo- and I, I try to base my opinion on fact. I try to base my opinion on the facts that I have at hand when I give my opinion, I don't just spout stuff, you know, <laughs> despite what people may think, I really don't say what's on the top of my brain. If I did, I probably would be off the air. So uh, most of my thoughts are well thought out. Uh, uh, yeah, no, no, I get you, Shante. I, I feel you. I feel you. I feel you. I feel you. You going to say something? Mm-mm. Oh, uh, I heard that deep breath on the mic. That's why I said <laughs> But uh, I I I I wonder what's what's your guys' thoughts before I before I share mine. Uh, Pat says Ramona says that's crazy. Absolutely. Uh, Pat says that's right. If Black lives don't matter to us, how how will they matter to anyone else? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I am uh, Manisa. Is your, is your name Manisa? Uh, Miss Knight. I'm just gonna say that. Uh, I met you at Parks' event, Uh, and you gave, I think she's the one who gave me that that blessed sausage that saved my whole life that day I was starving. Bless your ministry. Uh, uh, I am, uh, uh, I'm wondering what you guys' thoughts are on this. Feel free to call in. I know it may be a lot to type. It may be a lot to type. Uh, You can call into the show, 323 870-4375. Eight seven zero four three seven five. That's called number Tanya. Put the number up there again for you guys. Three two three eight seven zero four three seven five. Don't be shy. Just you're just talking to me. Don't worry about the other uh, seventeen, eighteen thousand people that's listening. You just talk <laughs> on the radio side. I just did to make everybody nervous. But you're just talking to me. You're talking to me. You're talking to me. It's all good. Uh, but if you can share your thoughts with me. Call in three two three eight seven zero four three seven five is the call in number. Push one when you do call in, uh, and that'll give us. Uh, they'll let us know that you're actually trying to call in and talk and not just call in and listen. 
again, 323-870-4375 is the caller number. You got that up? You can say it. You got it. Cool. Okay. So she'll let me know uh, if y'all are on. Uh, I, I don't know, man. This is – so between that, I told her Tanya today on my way, on my way home, I drove past. Uh, I told her, uh, I said, there's an open-air drug market. Uh, curbside service now. That's what you call it. <laughs> I guess it's always been curbside. But it's really curbside service now on the west side of Chicago between Springfield and Madison and Plasky and Madison where uh, young black men, ain't nobody else, it's them, young black men are standing open air, uh, standing right outside, up to walk, really literally in the street, holding bags. When I tell you bags, I wish I had a bag over here. When I tell you bags, yeah, here we go. See like this bag right here, this little plastic bag? Bags this size of marijuana. Holding it out, open, asking you, do you want to buy? Just random. I mean random, just outside standing, holding bags like this size. And I mean multiple bags in hand, like Two, a bag of uh, five bags in his hand and five bags in his hand just standing on the street corner. Now, I'm sorry. Illegal drugs begat violence because somebody else going to decide they want to come sell too because it ain't your street corner. Regardless, you may think you own it. It's not your street corner. My question is this. Now, it's easy for me. I want to say, the parents, where are their parents, where are their parents, where are their parents? I'm not going to get to that part right now. This happens every day, all day. Every day, all day. I was shocked. I did not know this until I went back to the school when hybrid started. That was when I found this out. It's like every day they're standing outside talking about they got the best weed. I mean, they got all type of names for it. I, I thought they was making stuff up on the wire when they were selling, uh, when they was uh, selling that crack cocaine. We're talking about the WMD. They got some intergalactical. I heard dudes say we got that Marvel. We got the. We <laughs> they got, they got the Thanos. I don't even want. I don't even know if you want to smoke that. Do you really want to smoke that? Do you? Do you really? I'm not, you know, I'm, I am, I am at a loss because I, I don't know. The police are around now, mind you. The police are being called to every other corner every five minutes because there is someone shooting somewhere. Ramona says, if there was a way to gather up all these so-called gangbangers that don't even that don't ever seem to hit their target, but the innocent bystanders and send them to Afghanistan. And to face the Taliban and see how bad they really are. You know, that was my idea all back in uh, the beginning. at the beginning of the show, wasn't it? Yeah, long time ago. Kingdom. At Kingdom, yeah. I, I said that a long time ago. Send their butts to Iraq and Afghanistan. Pack them up and drop them off over there. Well, drop them off on one of them. What you do is you drop them off over there. You know that island that the man went to that got killed over there evangelizing? But they told him don't go over there. Yeah, but I just I know, but this is where we want to drop them off. <laughs> that island over in uh where is it at? Uh North Sentinel. Yeah, North Sentinel Island. Yeah, that dude. That one that went over there. Drop them off over there. Let me see. Yeah, disarm them 
and drop them off over there. They they that tough. And then and then drive and then and then take a boat right back over there and see if they still there or if the people just drop their bodies off and say, Hey, y'all come get them. We told them to come over here. Told y'all to come over here. John Allen Chow, that was his name. Yeah, he made the mistake of going over there when they told him not to come. The people told him not to come. Uh the military don't want him. That's true. Then again, they do. Uh you know, but I don't know if that's the it's, 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 that, that, that's the easy solution. Ramona, I agree. That is the easy solution. Round them up, drop them off on the island somewhere, drop them off in Afghanistan, and see if they, if they, see if they will start working together at that point versus uh, killing each other, or will they still get over there and shoot each other? You never know. Um, but that is, that is, that is, that is, that is, a, that is a option. <laughs> that is a option. That is an option. That is an option. Um, but I, I am, I am, I am torn um, because it, I'm, I'm, I, you know what? I've gotten to the point. I had a conversation today uh, at the school, and I was telling people. I said, "This is unfortunate. This has become the new. There's, there, there is, uh, there is no time right now that we should ever feel as though this is the norm. But I don't know what else to call it. Like I'm normally really good with words, but I don't know." What else to if if this if this is not the new what if what if is this not the is this not the new help me help me verbalize what this is? Um, sometimes I believe it's not the new norm. Okay, it's not normal. It ain't normal. But sometimes, like you know, sometimes you would tell me about stuff, and I'm looking like I already knew that, <laughs> and it's, it's and it's been going on, like you know, it's you know since the since you started working on the west side of Chicago, you didn't have to see it. Right. Like, you know, you, you had avenues to get off. You had avenues to, like, get off the expressway and just right. go right to my destination. And right. you, you know, you know, in the, the red t-shirt game. Right. I was, you guys I was, was on know, that end. You know, y'all will honk and, and mm-hmm. see stuff and mm-hmm. everything else like that. Mm-hmm. And seeing it, for me, been seeing it all my life. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, and then you guys try to, you know, not say then you guys, but some people try to figure out like, you know, why are we desensitized? Because we're used to it and everything else like that. It's like, you know, you saying like, I saw, I saw them with big bags. And I'm looking like, yeah, okay. <laughs> I, I didn't know that that was happening. And how, I, I, how long has that been happening though? That, that from that corridor, from like you know, once you hit Madison, once you pass Hamlin, yes, and everything, it's plastic. and and then like you know, that's always been happening. Like you know, you and then with the whole new with the whole new traffic pattern, with them putting those um those medians in and everything, you just don't want to be like nothing nothing bad has ever happened. Like you know, you but you just don't want to be there if something should be, should something happen like a shooting or anything else because there's no way to. Go around it, get out the way, or get out the way. You can't, and pop, a quick, else you can't like pop a quick U-turn like you. So used to. I don't like. So you know, I always tell you, I don't like Jackson, and I don't <laughs> like Madison. I literally, for me to get home, if I'm coming back from this church and everything else like that, mm-hmm. I will take Washington all the way down, or I'll take Lake Street and then come back up. Now you, you see what I did? I don't went. You went around. I done went two blocks over. Out the way. It, it depends on like on on traffic too. If it's traffic and I can't get off on Central or Laramie, then, and I have to get off before then, like say at California, mm-hmm. I'm going to take California all the way till I get to Washington mm-hmm. or Lake Street, and I'm going to go and then I'm going to hit that left, and then I'm going to go home that way mm-hmm. and everything else like that. So, um, 
that, you know, babies being killed, the number has risen. Yeah. They are desensitized. Of, of you know of mm-hmm. killing kids now and everything else like that and then when you make it and i think sometimes it is what they see on tv too and everything else like that you know um what was that uh what's that snowfall mm-hmm. you know that was always like you know you know um the rule no no babies and everything mm-hmm. else like that mm-hmm. now they now now they don't now they don't care who they shoot and everything else like that and so, like, you know, this is bigger, like, you know, like, this this is way bigger. Like, you know, this, the, the shots that rang out today, I absolutely think it has probably something to do with that little girl because it was over in that area and everything else like that. It was, it, you know, because it was the northwest side. Mm-hmm. And, then, and then how the news um, makes it seem, you know, makes it seem like, you know, it's northwest side when we're shooting up each other mm-hmm. and everything else like that. When it's a, when it's a attempted robbery of you know of other people then like you know it's you know it, it becomes um the humble park area and everything else that was the humble park area that that area where that should that was the humble park area and so say that and everything and own it like you know don't de- don't declassify like you know like you know like that's their problem and everything mm-hmm. else like that mm-hmm. so i mean i don't know what to tell you like you know for me i know when i know sometimes i would say rant and everything i understand it i get it but I, I, I've lived, I've, I've lived through it, and it, it, and I don't, I don't know, like you know, my, my condolences to the grandmother and everything else like mm-hmm. that. It's just, it's always been, it's always been here. Like you know, you, like I said, you, you know, y'all going, to, y'all get y'all red shirts out, hunk, you no know, hunk if you love Jesus, and you know, stop the violence. That's for one hour. Chicago Avenue, that was just for one hour. Like y'all need to always keep coming back, keep coming. Well, that's back. the, that's where the, okay, so that. I want to go. I want to jump to that solution. And thank you, uh, Ramona said. Uh, Shianti says many movies have suggested this option: death races and others. If you make it out alive, you're free. Yeah, I know, right? Uh, Ramona says it used to be some honor among killers. Grandmothers and children were off limits, but this new breed has no conscience. They are void of empathy or emotions. Uh, Shianti says I agree, Ramona. Even Tony Montana wouldn't kill women and children. Um, I, I do. We have the. I, I guess the the. I don't know if anybody believes, and I am one who believes it does because, you know, and again, like you said, it was only for that hour uh, that we would be on the corner. But for that one hour, nothing happened. The problem is we left at 7 o'clock. You get, you, like, and at 7.15, they were shooting. Yeah, you extended somebody grace. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. you know, you know, because you guys, that was one hour of whoever yeah, whoever was, you wherever know, territory we was in, it was just that hour that, or whatever. We went they, to Chicago Avenue, the same thing. Like, you know, now the new norm, like, if we, let's, let's stop normalizing dumb stuff. Like, you know, the, these people that have died on the streets, these kids, mm-hmm. adults and everything else mm-hmm. like that, you now see, you, you now see billboards. I done seen another new billboard up for somebody who didn't die in 2018 and everything else like that. You So you, so you got a thousand to put on this corner billboard. Mm-hmm. That you know, do something with yourself. Do something, you know, help somebody else. Help your help your community out. Mm-hmm. Why the why um why this grandioso billboard 
of like, you know, long live, uh, long live Mookie and everything else like that, gone but never forgot, and he's still throwing up the GD fan <laughs> in the thing. Are you serious? That is the that is the epitome of stupidity and idiot and idiot and uh, just idiocy. I I am. Um, that just goes to show you too that the, it's a, it's a just a, it's a financial thing because the billboard company should have said no. That's that literally. The billboard we would company not do that. Should have because I because I bet you I bet you. They can't put that billboard up in Oak Brook. I bet you they can't. Because it takes one. Now, I get, like, you know, because me and you both share the same friend. I get, like, you know, someone who has That's not different. died on That's the street different. and everything else like that. But, like, you know, the the moment... The moment that's that's a trend. The next moment is like you know, shoot, let's get let's get them digitized. Yeah. No, yeah. no, ma'am, no, sir. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm gonna use this drug money to glorify this drug dealer who got killed. I want to um before I, I move off this this topic, um I appreciate my 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 the uh, the group um stop STV stop the violence um. She wants to see what happens to the angels, the guardian angels. Yeah. Uh, you know that they were, they served a purpose. They kind of, they kind of, um, they had some, what's the word I want to use? What are they called? Huh? Dog-like tendencies. Uh, not that. Um, what do they call it when you, uh, they have some profiling, no, profiling tendencies. Okay. They kind of bothered the wrong people. Uh, you know, because it, it like like say it, say it was you know just imagine if it was like Jalen, Micah, and a couple of them all hanging out, they loud or whatever on the train. Mm-hmm. They gonna bother them. Now they ain't selling no drugs. They ain't being. They ain't bothering nobody. But they would be you know doing the most with them. And kids these days, you're not finna just walk up and say nothing to anybody out the way. So I think they had to pull back a little bit. But what I was gonna say was, uh, the red team stopped the violence. A group I used to be with on the west side. I know they are still out doing what they do uh, all, all over the west side of Chicago. And and for and for years they've been trying to create one over here on the south side. Uh, there's just no. Um, I don't even you know they've tried. I don't have the. Um, I want to say I don't have the capacity. I don't though. Yeah, I can't take on nothing else. I don't have. <laughs> I don't have it in me to. Um, I I can help, but I I don't have it in me to to launch. It's just not. It's just not. Something that I, I, as much as I want to do it, and as much as I know it needs to be done, I would gladly support somebody else uh, over here on this side of town, being the head, the figurehead of it. I, I help those guys out. Uh, for one, I went to school with a lot of those guys, and I am, you know, the West Side is my, uh, that's my, that's that's my birthplace, as we like to say. Uh, so I'm always gonna be West Side, you know, West Side. I'm always gonna be West Side. But uh, those groups and organizations, I remember. Uh, we did this uh, church on the corner thing mm-hmm. uh, midnight. We were we were there mm-hmm. until overnight. And 11, I think. Yeah, it was like whatever time. It was, it was supposed to be till 11 o'clock. Mm-hmm. And we ended up staying out there beyond that. And uh, I just remember the, 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 the drug dealers riding up to us on their bikes saying, how long y'all going to be out here because y'all messing with our business? Because they work in their hours. I know, and they and we messed up their count, mm-hmm. messed up their money. The guy literally drove up on on his bike and was like, "Hey, how long are y'all gonna be out here?" And that's literally what made us stay out there longer. Now the good thing was we did have a lot of people. I'm waiting for that memory to pop up. I'm sure it'll pop up soon. If if it hasn't already popped up, it may have missed it already. 
no, it's more the, it's more in toward August in toward, August toward the school year. Okay. Yeah. Um, but we had we had people coming asking for help, and I'm I'm always taken aback to how I know I can't not do anything. Is I wish I had his name, uh, but the young man came up. We were doing prayer uh, on the corner of Central and Madison. No, you know we were on Central and Lake this time. Central and Lake, and the young man walked up to us. He rode up on his bike. And we were, we were offering to pray for people. That's what we did. We were just out there praying uh, for people. And he walked up and he was like, can I, uh, I said, can I pray for you? And he was like, yeah, man, pray. Uh, he said, because I'm coming over here today because I don't know if I'm going to be here tomorrow. Or if I, I don't know if I'm going to see y'all next week. That's what he said. Because we see him all the time. And he would never stop. And he finally stopped. He said, pray for me, pray for me because I don't know if I'm going to see y'all when y'all out here next week. He had to be all of 14, 13, 14 years old. Now, this was about four or five years ago. I would love to know what happened to that young man, where he is today. I, I, my, my, my prayer is that he found a way out. But, you know, the, the, the streets of Chicago are not uh, conducive uh, to success of young men with no direction. I'll say that again. The inner city streets of Chicago are not conducive for uh, to the success of a directionless minority man or woman, I should say. Uh, but that 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 kind of got me. Um, and there's so much, you know. Can we go out? Is it enough men in the churches? And I'm not, not. And ladies, please don't be offended when I say this. Please, 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 please. Uh, but if is where 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 are the men in the church? Outside of you showing up and, and deaconing and trusting and being down on bended knee, knee bowed and body bent and glad that you woke up on this side of the bed wasn't your cooling board. After you get done with all that, where are the men in the church? Because if we were really being the church, we would be outside the church. If we were really being the church, I, I, I'm sorry, uh, one of the guys I used to work used to say it like this. He was like, when real men stand up, little boys sit down. And I'm, I'm, I, am, I am curious to know. Can I say something? Sure. I don't, I, y'all not there yet. I would like to know the median age of all African-American men who decide to turn their life over to Christ. Because mm. there's far fewer in between. That's a when, good question. When did you stop? You know, you, you clearly have always said, like, you stopped around... Somewhere around thirty, almost close to maybe maybe your late twenties. Stop what? Like you know, going to the club. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. I'll make sure you want to clarify. I'll, yeah, and everything else. I like wasn't that. selling. No, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, let me make sure. Like, you right. know, Dana was not. We went <laughs> right. Let's he was see. not out there a while. Not like but that. I'm right. just saying, like you know, everyone, like the African American man is still. It goes. It goes hand in hand with whether or not they're going to get a wife, they're still trying to, you know, get all the fun out, get themselves established, and then everything else like that. And then they're trying to, they're trying to find that lucky uh, gold coin where that word will hit them and, and um, hit them in their soul to be like, you know what, I'm giving my life to Christ. How, what is the average age of men? And this is really far fewer in between. I wonder... Men does you know the barner group does all the religious uh cultural and religious trends they follow all that kind of stuff i wonder if there was something we could uh that, that's a that's a very good question 
I wonder is there a have they already conducted a survey? Is there something that they've done so that we could find out what is the what is the the, the median age uh, for just black men in the church? Period. What's the percentage? Period. Mm-hmm. Because you're right, there is a you know you would think because I get, you know now women have outnumbered men in the churches for years. Forever. Forever. It's I mean I mean not forever since the beginning of. Well, ever since, what was it, ever since the war, when men went off to the army, women stepped up and started doing everything. So women started playing major roles and, and major roles in the church, and they kind of t- kept that role going in the church. And, and, and so they were the ones at the church while the husband was either working or at home on the couch. The wife was the one at praying for the family. And then if she could drag the husband to the church, then that's pretty much how it happened. It's, at some point, it got reversed because it used to be the man taking his family to church. Now it's the woman taking the family to the church. And, and I know people go and, and you know, people say, well, that's old fashioned. You know, Old-fashioned is one thing. I guess here is the deal. If my children, here's the deal. If my children lived at home with me, if I had a, a teenage uh, son and or daughter who lived at home with me, and this is Dana talking, so let me, don't, 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 don't y'all come to me crazy. When I get up to go to church, you're getting up to go to church. I don't care if I have to be at church earlier than everybody else. You're getting up to come to church with me because there's no way for you to get there. Because otherwise, if you now if you can get to, now if there's another way, that's one thing. Uh, but if I, you know, like for instance, if you had to get here, like if I if I had to be here early to set up sound and all that kind of stuff, then guess what? If they, you coming with me, and you can sit there and look crazy, whatever, all that, but you coming with me, right? You're not coming later uh, or or whatever. You coming with me because it 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 it, it again, no offense, it resonates when that man grabs that child and leads them to a place. It resonates. It does. Now, the problem is, is that we don't have, uh, the, the, the men are lacking. I mean, I'm not, I can, I can just speak openly and honestly uh, here. We don't have a lot of men in the church. At, at 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 our church here at Ebenezer, we don't we don't we don't have a lot of men here at our church. Uh, for whatever reason, they are not here. Uh, I know back in the day, you know, we used to be you know uh, you know thirty forty deacons strong, but again, we don't need thirty forty deacons in the church. I don't. We don't need no. <laughs> I know it's, it's it looks good on the roster and and it looks good, you know, for old school, you know, for traditional, all that good stuff to have thirty dudes sitting across the front, all in a nice two extra long jackets, uh, too many buttons on the suit jacket and all of that with all your different, you know, looking like as Pastor Ray used to say, looking like a bag of Skittles, all the colors of the rainbow sitting down there on the front row. But where is the effectiveness outside? Shiante says, how possible is it to acquire some of those? Abet- I've said that. How many times have I said that on this show? <laughs> Taking some of the abandoned school buildings and turning them into some, sort, into some sort of thing. The question is, can you get CPS to get up off of those buildings? Because if you look at the records, all those abandoned schools, CPS still owns those schools. And guess what? 
if you live in one of those areas and you own the property, your parents or you or whoever are paying property taxes for a closed school. Your, your, your property taxes never got adjusted. So the question is, what are they doing with those buildings? That big old building right there, prime example, Central and Madison. What is that? The old uh, Emmett or is that Emerson? What was that building right there? The, oh, yeah. The huge one. Yeah. That was, I think that was Emmett. That was the old Emmett, mm-hmm. right? No, that Duke Ellington is down the street. That, is that the old Duke Ellington? Or is that the old Duke Ellington? I don't. Uh, or was it Emmett? It's one of them. Yeah. Emerson or Emmett. It was one of them. It, it, it's closed, but I mean. It's a, that building is huge. Yeah, it's very, it's been very much closed. <laughs> oh, it's closed, closed. Yeah. But it's been closed for years. For four years, it's been closed. Sitting up doing absolutely nothing. You can't tell me you get some investors to come to the west side of Chicago, rehab that building, and turn it into some sort of uh, free learning center for anybody. Watch this. Uh, 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 watch this. Under the age of 25. So you have to be out of the high school age, 19 or older, just like um, you know, ombudsman does. I don't know how old you have to be to go to ombudsman, 17, something like that? Or you could be pulled out earlier. I mean, yeah. I mean, if you your know, parents yeah. find you out and then put you over there, yeah. right? Yeah. But, um, you know, but turn it into a place of bring back. I've said this for so long. I, I know, I know, I know we love it when our babies go to college. I know we want our kids to go to college. We want them to do this and do that. But but why couldn't somebody, I asked my buddy, Mr. Bingham, the guy who does all my sound here at the church, and he does sound all over, all over the city of Chicago. He's been doing sound for 30, 30, 40 some odd years. He has no apprentice. And I, I, I love Mr. Bingham, and I tease him all the time. We talk about age and everything, and I really don't know his age. But you know, I, 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 as much as I would love him to be still able to run up and down three flights of stairs 10, 15 years from now, I don't know that to be the case. I don't like running up and down the stairs now. I'm 51. <laughs> so I, I, am, I, am, I am knowledgeable to know that, that, that why can't we start um, apprentices, right? Teach people how to do you know, think about think about all these people. Uh, think about the people who have uh, cleaning services. What if you own? I don't know if my friend is on here tonight, Shawanda. Uh, I don't know if she's on here tonight. Uh, but we went to high school together, right? We went to high school together and all that good stuff. Uh, but Shawanda has her own uh, cleaning service. She started her own cleaning service, right? She started her own cleaning service, and and and. She did that not too long uh, after high school. Not too long after high school, she started her own cleaning service. The reason I, uh, uh, you know, the the reason uh, why I ask, I mentioned her name uh, is because, you know, somebody like her could grab somebody and, you know, y'all might not think cleaning, cleaning services, first of all, that's an amazing, that's, that's an amazing entrepreneurial uh, uh, opportunity. 
when you have your own company. But somebody like her could come in and talk about how she started a cleaning service. Now, somebody might laugh, you know, because we would laugh, you know, back in the day. I don't want to be no maid. I don't want to do this. I don't want to do that. But, but, but guess what? You, don't, you make your own hours. What happened to the trades? And I know this is, I know I sound like a, 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 a parrot just repeating and repeating the same things over and over again. But what happened to the trades? When was the last time you called and they had to call the electrician to your house and he didn't look like you? Was, and I'm talking about a, a licensed and bonded electrician. I ain't talking about the homie. I ain't talking about the homie. I ain't talking about your buddy. I'm talking about the licensed bonded electrician. The licensed bonded, uh, 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 the, the, the trained mechanic. Where is where, where the, 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 the licensed bonded carpenters? General carpenters. You know, who could come in uh, and, and, and do a little, and, and could fix, you know, pretty much everything. Nobody is teaching this to, they pulled all this stuff out of the schools. Okay, if the schools can't afford it, uh, uh, if the schools can't afford it, um, you know, you, you're telling me that we can't get some businesses to invest? Y'all want to come into our communities and open up all these new stores and all that? That's great. Build your new store, but give me a million dollars to put in this building. You got it. Build your new, build your new this, but give me a couple hundred thousand dollars to put in this building so we can have some people come in and teach some trades. Carpentry. electricians, plumbing, anytime you call them, they never look like us. They never look like us. Sister Pitt says, do you have a, a, a counseling degree? You talking about me? Shante, was that for me or is that just a, a, a general question? Sister Pitt says, it's the teaching. Sorry, if ministers and leaders stand up and teach the word and humble themselves, maybe just maybe you can get the man to stand up. But if you hide in the building and not work in unity to help the community, it doesn't work. Churches need to work together and not against each other. I said, yeah. But we're too busy fighting for members. It's a million unsaved folks, and we're and we trying, we trying to fight for the ones that go to another church. Because we're too scared to go to the ones that don't go. See, it's easy for us to go and try to pluck members from somewhere else because we don't want to go do the real work and try to get the ones that don't know God. Angela says, my son, baby boy, just landed an apprenticeship carpentry. He's making that money to, uh, money to, to after I hired him for uh, uh, American Airlines. They paid more. Exactly. Those are skills that you can use for a lifetime. Those are skills you can, you, electricians can work for a lifetime. Plumbers for a lifetime. Auto mechanics for a lifetime. Yes. No, uh, Shante, my, my counseling degree is strictly in, uh, for counseling. Uh, it was a pastoral piece in my, um, uh, during my master's degree. So not for I have like a pastoral counseling that 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 they have a piece in that but not a actual outside separate degree in counseling no ma'am I do not um, but there is a um, there, there there is a need there is a need 
There is a need for for that, and, and, and it would change. I guarantee you, you get some of these young boys, 13, 14, 15 years old, and you put a hammer in their hand and some nails and a screwdriver and give them something to work on and build something, show them how to build and take apart an engine. You would snatch them off the street in the minute and then show them, look, you can make this amount of money per hour, and guess what? You ain't got to worry about nobody shooting you for it. You ain't got to worry about nobody killing you for it because you went to a real job, worked real, worked real hours, and ain't nobody, ain't nobody going to kill you while you working on your car or while you trying to fix somebody else's car. It matters, y'all. But you're right, Shantae, those big, all these big buildings in Chicago, these abandoned schools, that you close down in these neighborhoods, you could easily reopen them. You could easily reopen them in this city. Easily reopen them in this city, in major hubs in this city. That big old building right there on Central and Lake, that could be a major hub in the Austin community, a major hub. I know there's some gym rooms in there. At a school that big, they probably got two gyms. I went to Austin High School. We had seven, seven gym rooms, two full-size gym rooms, and five half gym rooms. So you can't tell me what we don't know. And we had a freaking Olympic-sized pool. We had a for-real pool. Now, 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 you can't tell me that these buildings can't be reconfigured. Yeah, Shante, they did. They cut they, so many of the programs, and we, unfortunately, we stood by, and we started fighting other fights. People mad about what's going on in Afghanistan. I'm sorry, forgive me, Lord. I could give two red nickels about what's going on in Afghanistan. We spent a trillion dollars over 20 years, a trillion dollars over 20 years, Train 300,000 soldiers, a trillion dollars. What could a trillion dollars do in the urban communities right now? We spent a trillion dollars to help them rebuild some stuff over the last 20 years, retrain their army, train 300,000 soldiers, gave them the top flight uh, uh, um, uh, weaponry to defend and rebuild themselves, and they just quit after we left. And y'all mad. No, they can fi- let, let them figure it out. Let them figure it out. The Taliban didn't want us there in the first place. Okay, we gone. We leaving. Y'all handle it. That's y'all over there. We, we're, we're dying in our communities over here. And y'all can say, well, that don't sound real Christian. Show me what, look here. We got folk here that's dying. The streets of Chicago is Afghanistan. It is Iraq. It is Palestine. It is Pakistan. It is the Gaza Strip. We 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 not we we not we you know a tr- a trillion dollars. That's literally one point nine was the stimulus, right? That's literally how much money we just gave away. 
to put on the other side of the planet for some folks who would kill us in our sleep because of our freedoms. When we got folk here who are starving, a trillion dollars. I ain't mad at Joe. I'm mad that Obama didn't bring him home when he should have. Clinton should have brought him home. Clinton, all of them. Well, no, Bush sent him over there. I'm sorry. Bush sent him over there. So from 2000 to 2020, we've been over there. A trillion dollars. 2,400 American lives lost, soldiers killed. They had everything they needed, but they didn't have the will to fight for their own stuff. And watch this. One thing I've learned, you can't fight for somebody that don't want to fight for themselves. Huh? You can get mad at me all you want. You can't fight for somebody that don't want to fight for themselves. Them folks gave up. Now, I'm going to say this, and I know Facebook might ban me for saying this. I might get kicked off the air for this one. I might get kicked off the air for this one. But drop a trillion dollars in the black neighborhood. Drop a, tri- drop, drop a trillion dollars off in Austin, Auburn, Gresham, East and West Garfield, Chatham, Inglewood. Uh, drop a million dollars off Roseland. <laughs> drop a trillion dollars off over there. And, and, and watch this. And train the people. Watch this. Drop a trillion dollars off in these urban areas and train the people like you train them ones over there in Afghanistan. See, you won't do that here because you know what's going to happen. That's why they stopped training us. Y'all don't hear what I'm saying. That's why they stopped training us. Drop a trillion dollars. Come on now, Sister Roy and Con. Come on. <clears throat> I drive past it every day. You got you got a whole city. They what they call it, tent city, a whole city with a whole mayor, folks living outside. But you got a trillion dollars to take to Afghanistan. Help me understand. Just out of curiosity, how would you draw them to work for a lifestyle? You know what you do? You set up, you know, you know how we set up pop-up shops, Chiante? This is what I learned. So, so at my school, at my school, my, my, my classroom partner uh, for the last couple of years has been Mr. Oliver. And Mr. Oliver teaches science. He's my grade level partner, I should say. He teaches science. So uh, before COVID, uh, he was doing a lot of... Uh, uh, even though it was science, he had the kids doing a lot of building. Uh, they were building uh, uh, what's called, uh, the French word is uh, a trebuchet, trebuchet, right? T-R-E-B-U-C-H-E-T, trebuchet. It's, 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 it's uh, French for, uh, for a catapult, you know, where it's the, there's a long rope, you put the rock at the end, you pull it up, you pull it down, and then you pull the rope, and then it shoots the rock across. You've seen in those old medieval movies, right? So we were trying to teach them about inertia and what the, what the, what the strength of, 
uh, how they fought wars back in the day, and they would teach them how gravity works with the large object being flung across the air. So it would teach them that. But what we did was he had them building them in the classroom. And you should have saw the light come on in these kids' face when the electric table saw came on. So they got to physically, we came and we had wood everywhere, sawdust everywhere. They were cutting wood and learning how to drill wood and, and put pieces together. And they were excited. We had to calm them down because this was a sharp object. We're like, we ain't being responsible for nobody's fingers. We ain't called nobody's mama to tell them that your son lost all his fingers in the classroom. So, but they were excited. So watch this, Yante. You said, how do you get them to work for a lifestyle? You got the money, right? You know how they have pop-up shops, pop-up shops for cell phones, pop-up shops for this, pop-up shops for that. What would stop us from putting a pop-up shop on the corner in one of these major spots and you just come out with a carpenter and he start, and he's got his wood, his saw, his hammer, and his nails, and he just starts building a shed right there on the spot? You, and the little kid, as they come up, say, hey, come on, help me out. You want to learn how to do this? You want to learn how to do this? You get a mechanic on another pop-up shop. You have Chevy or GM or, or, or Dodge or whoever say, you know what? I'm going to have some of my engineers come out. We're going to bring out some of our big heavy equipment. You're going to drop it on a pop-up shop right here, and we're going to show you how to fix an engine. We're going to show you how to do this. We're going to show you how to do this and ask a kid, let, help me. So let me show you how you do Let me show you how you change the transmission right here on the spot. Let me show you how you plug this computer up to this car. Let me show you this. Kids will run to that. They will run to it. Oh, let me see. Let me, let me get a turn. You want to learn how to do this? Come back to this building right here. That's where it's going to be. Right at this building over here. That's what you do. Same thing with a plumber. You get a plumber to come out. You have them come out to a, you, 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 you can, look, it don't take no time. You can build a makeshift house real quick and say, in this house, you, I don't care if you don't do nothing but drop off a real quick mobile, whatever it is, drop it off, run some piping there, get some water running. Let me show you how to install a toilet. Let me show you how to install a sink. Let me show you how, you want to learn how to do this? Let me show you how to change your washer. When your mama say the sink is leaking in the bathroom, you want to show me how to fix it. When the toilet keeps running, let me show you how to change the little, tap, the little pad that's in there. Let me show you this. Kids will flock to that kind of stuff. But we have to do it. You can't tell me we can't. Don't get me wrong. Pop-up basketball games are great. Midnight basketball is great, but every kid ain't interested in playing basketball. That, work, that would have worked for my generation and maybe the one after me and maybe a couple, one more after that. But every kid ain't trying to go sit in a, in, 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 in a gym and play basketball. But a kid will say, teach me how to use this wrench. That same auto mechanic, hey, man, look here. Let me show you how to change a tire the right way. Let me show you how to do this. Now you do it. I'm going to do it. Now you do it. And have a bunch of uh, those, those tire models up where you can just put the tire on the car and show them a couple ways to do it. Here's how you do it with a wrench. Here's how you do it with a four-way. Here's how you do it with an automatic, uh, automatic wrench. 
a power a power race. Here's how you do it. But they, but 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 we 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 have it, and you can't tell me it wouldn't work. Angel says it's called strategy. That's how you that's how you get them in, Shiante. Pop up shop. You talk about them schools, right? Them schools that had huge cafeterias in them. Redo them schools. Make them schools into modern kitchens. And say, if you want to learn, watch this. Who don't want to learn how to cook? You telling me you get some of these little uh, 11, 12, 13, 14-year-old boys and girls, and you tell them, hey, come over here. We're going to put it. We're going we to build a little pop-up shop in the kitchen. Let me show you how to do this. Let me show you. What's your favorite meal? Great. Let me show you how to make it. A pop-up shop. Do those in neighborhoods around this city. Put them in the worst possible neighborhoods around this city. And you know what would happen? Culinary, thank you. You know what would happen? The 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 the, the craziness. Now 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 this is when I'm gonna need the police to do their job because you have to protect these areas. I'm gonna need the police to do their job. You have to protect these areas. So these people can come to these places and feel safe. But what's going to happen is all that positive stuff would push out all the negativity. All the negativism would have to go somewhere else. And if you put enough light on something, oh, God, I wish I had some help now. If you put enough light on something, darkness has nowhere to go but away. So the more light you bring to a dark area, that darkness has to go away. And eventually you get it all into one little pocket. Because I guarantee you that 13 and that 14 year old does not want to get up every morning and go stand out on a doggone corner. I promise you they don't. I promise you they don't. It's 815 y'all. Y'all got me. Y'all done, y'all done got me riled up in here. But I promise you they don't. And, and, and they, 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 will, they will show up. Watch this. Watch this. You get somebody from Google. You get somebody from Dell. You get somebody from Microsoft, from Apple, and you give them a pop-up shop and say, let me show you how to write code. Let me show you how to build a computer from scratch. You telling me a little kid... Some of these little kids who playing these video games, you telling me you can't get somebody from EA Sports and from Capcom and some of these other uh, gaming industry people to come in and say, let me show you how we built this game. Get somebody from Madden to come and say, let me show you what we did to build this game. Let me show you how you really, let me show you what it looked like on the other side. I know what you do when you play, but let me show you where the money is made on the other side in a pop-up shop. Do them all over the city. Apple got the money. They can build it in a minute. Google got the money. They can build it in a minute. Dell got the money. Microsoft, Bill Gates got all the dang on money. The guy from Virgin Atlantic. Oh, y'all going into space? Okay, let me show you how we built this spaceship. Let me show you how to build a mini version. Pop-up shop. I'm going to send some people over there. We're going to show you how they built it. Jeff Bezos, how did you start Amazon? Show us how it works. Pop up. You went to space too. Come on, let show us.
SpaceX. How did y'all build y'all stuff? Don't get me wrong. We want our kids to go to college. Education is still a, a wonderful and necessary thing. And I believe they need to stay in school and get the basics. But if their aspirations are to do something else, why waste money and go into debt sending them to college when I can send them up the street to learn carpentry and they can learn and do some things with carpentry and, 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 and support themselves and a family and do all those things versus going to college for four, five, six years, getting another 17 years worth of debt and not being able to live their own life until they're 65 and having to work well past the retirement age. I can't get no help, though. There's got to be that, that, you know, there's got to be a difference. There's got to be a difference. We have to want to do something different. Sister Pitt says, we have not because we ask not. Uh, Girls and can repair cars and homes. Money-saving doctor. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. You can't tell me some little girls were, look, the girls in that class, in that science class, they were just as interested in cutting that wood and building that catapult as the boys were. And because the girls were a little more detailed, they were making sure theirs looked just like the picture. You know, the boys just wanted to put it together and make it shoot. (laughs) The girls was like, "Uh uh-uh, this don't look right. They were into the details. So imagine if you had that opportunity for them on a larger scale. Don't get me wrong. You making TikTok, have somebody from TikTok come in and say, hey, look, let me show you how to build your own TikTok site. They would jump on that opportunity. They don't want to stand on the corner. No, I'm going down here because Google up the street, they got a pop-up Google shop on the corner of Cicero and Madison, and I'm going to go in there because they teach us how to write code. I'm going to make my own app. I'm going to build my own app. Kids will take advantage of that in a minute. In a minute. And trust me, they'd rather do that than have to duck on the corner because they're selling drugs for somebody else who living real good somewhere else and you stand on the street risking your life for a fool for, for somebody else. You the fool standing out there for Jordans and T-shirts. And the person you selling for at the end of the day is, 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 is living real good. He downtown or in Oak Brook, or Orland Park, living it up real good. Spending the hard-earned money that you own. Spending the illegal hard-earned money. Death blood money that you earn. Look, y'all, we're going to take a break. Woo, Jesus. Mm. We're going to take a break. I appreciate y'all's comments. Uh, I don't think anybody called in. Bless you if you did. Oh, we did have a... um, Okay. Uh but again, I I just think the 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 entrepreneurship if we had those and Chiante, thank you for the question. I think if we had more people who would be willing to teach these kids, first of all they'd have the space. But teach them how to uh to start a business. You know, we got these uh um uh um uh everybody's not going to be a fashion designer. Right? But architecture, carpentry, Cleaning, I, you know, people don't think there's a skill set to cleaning, <laughs> right? 
That's why I was trying to get my friend to pop on because she, you know, she she started that business on her own. Not too long. She it wasn't too long uh, 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 after 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 high school that she started that business, and she's been doing it for years. You telling me she couldn't if, if there was a space and a place where she could have a place where she could teach other young ladies or young men how to start a cleaning business? Cleaning businesses make money. Because you always going to have some folk, let me raise my hand, who don't like cleaning. <laughs> That's that, that, the, 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 those opportunities. Somebody who, you know, uh, 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 the, the, we got gentlemen here at, at, at the church who have their own cleaning business. They have contracts with the city. We have a person who works in the office. Her husband is a general contractor. He has major contracts with the city of Chicago. He ain't got to stand on the corner and worry about who going who gonna to shoot him in the back of the head. Now, he might have to worry about the idiot who's selling drugs, who somebody's shooting at him, and he be in his car and have to get caught by a stray. But if you put more light on the street, the darkness will have no place to go. I wish I had some help. This is, what, this is what's needed. Shantae, you put me on the spot with that question, but I thank the Holy Ghost. Huh? Ken B says folks will pay for their laziness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the, that that's 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 true facts. That's true facts. That's that's facts. They they will painters. Now don't get me wrong. You can paint your own stuff. But if you hire a painter, you go to what's what's the website where you go to hire people to do stuff in your house? Uh, Angie's List. Angie's List, and what's the other one? Craigslist. Well, no, not Craigslist, but Angie's List and somebody else too. Craigslist, you have, you have to be careful with Craigslist. Be careful, yeah, but Craigslist. It's in, in here. You, but it's and it's another one. Uh, but you go to them, and you and you say, "I need a painter." He ain't gonna look like you. He ain't gonna look like you. How many how many African American biz, black business owned painters do we know? Is that a website? Task Rabbit. Sound like it might be. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I mean, you know, you 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 th- th- there are opportunities out here. You telling me you put a paintbrush in a kid's hand? And tell him, bless you, put a paintbrush in a kid's hand and allow him to paint. Show him the different styles of paint. Put him in a big, again, pop-up shop, big old room. Build them. They don't take no time to build. You can build them. You can drop off them, prefabric- them prefabricated joints in a heartbeat. And say, come on, we're going to learn how to paint this house. I'm going to show you how to paint this house. I'm going to show you how to take, I'm going to show you how to knock out, a, I'm going to show you how to refurbish all these abandoned buildings. Come on now, you take some kids and say, you know what, look, take a general carpenter and say, we, I'm going to give you a project and watch this, I'm going to pay you. I'm going to pay you for your internship to get you off the street. I'm going to pay you while you're interning. I'm going to show you what it takes to knock down a wall or to put up some fresh drywall. Some lay some fr- to put down some fresh conduit for the electricity. Kids will kids will jump on that opportunity to learn that. I know I would have. <laughs> Ken B said I paid them three hundred dollars for two hours to build an IKEA couch. <laughs> <laughs> now Ken, 
When you get Ikea, now, you, you in there. Now, Ken, you could have called me for, t- for 225 Because <laughs> everything is built with an Allen wrench. <laughs> right. Everything from Ikea comes with an Allen wrench. That's it, and that's all. <laughs> it's just a problem, though. It's in a million pieces. Is in a million pieces. You got to put the you got to put the wheels on. You got to put the wheels together before you can put the wheels on the chair for my kids. <laughs> I am mad. Hey y'all, look, we gonna take a quick break. Uh, it is eight twenty six. We gonna that's gonna get us just enough time, I believe, to finish our article for tonight. Uh, we gonna take a real quick break. When we come back, we gonna jump into uh, that conversation. I haven't played one of a man's songs in a while, but he was on. I was watching him earlier today. Him and his wife Marcy. Uh, my brother Fred Wilson. Can I find his music? Because I know it's in here somewhere. Uh, uh, but he was on, man. I, he, there's a picture of him up preaching somewhere. And I was blessed by it. And now I don't see it in here. Oh, yeah, he's got this song called We Love You. I'm going to play a little bit of this. Fred Wilson. Uh going to get a little bit of that in here. We love you, Jesus. Here we go. Here I
uh, Fred Wilson's daddy. <laughs> I can feel him. Uh, I ain't played that in a minute. Hey, y'all, thank y'all so much, man. This is the TTLO show. It's Mission on Monday. Our show is normally about outreach. I guess that's what we, you know what? Everything we talked about earlier was still dealing with outreach. We always find a way. Real outreach, real outreach. Uh, I am, let me say this. Thank you all so much for your comments. Uh, I appreciate y'all uh, so much. Pat, I just saw your comment. That's how my nephew learned how to build a garage. Yeah, yeah. Uh, good, 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 good. Look, we got this really good article. God bless y'all. Thank y'all. I want to jump right into it uh, for the, the half hour that we have left, uh, which is our main topic for tonight. Uh, thank you, thank you, and thank you. Uh, let's see. The article is simply entitled, this is, this, and this is the issue. We talk about going out and, and making new disciples. We're talking about going out and bringing the lost to Christ. We're talking about uh, uh, changing the direction of your church. So I want to talk about this one tonight, 11 obstacles to effective discipleship, 11 obstacles, go back, uh, computer, thank you, 11 obstacles uh, to effective discipleship. That's our topic uh, of conversation uh, for tonight, for tonight. We're going to jump right into it. I'm going to see how many people are going to fall off for church. But here we go. The writer says this. He says, leading a church to be a discipling church, uh, especially if there has never been their focus, is not easy. Uh-oh. Can I read that again? Leading a church to be a discipling church, especially if that has never been their focus, is not easy. He says, you might in fact be learning that the truth uh, the hard way, uh, might be learning the truth the hard way about effective discipleship. So here we go. 11 obstacles to effective discipleship. Number one, 11 obstacles. Number one, y'all ready? Leaders who themselves haven't been discipled don't really know how to disciple others. Uh-oh. It's hard to teach what you've never experienced. And it's even harder to admit that you haven't been discipled. And I pause. Let me read that again. It's hard to teach what you've never experienced. And it's even harder to admit that you haven't been discipled. Let me help y'all. We talk about the, uh, 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 the word. So the word, the word disciple, disciple comes from, uh, uh, you, know, you know, of course, Jesus had disciples. Uh, uh, um, and 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 all that. So so, but the word discipled itself, the word disciple, disciples, uh, comes from comes from uh, the word disciple, right? This, a follower of Christ, a follower of Christ. What does it mean though? What does it mean uh, to be to be disciple? Uh, discipling others is a way to uh, have them abide in Christ. Discipling others helps us to know Christ, or discipling or discipling others helps us. Uh, what is it? What is it? What is it? Was it to know Christ more fully, right? Become more like Him and participate in His work. If you've never been taught how to, or if you've never been discipled, watch this. There's another word in the word disciple. The word discipline. I wish I had some help. If you've never had godly discipline from a godly leader, then you're not going to know how to administer or teach it. Ain't nobody going to help me. If you've never had it, how can you teach it? Right? It takes, it takes, it takes a skill set to teach discipleship. It t- and, 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 and I promise you, if you ask a couple of saints in your church, 
if they were honest, they would probably tell you I've never been discipled. And, and, and so what happens is the reason I don't disciple is because I've never been discipled. You've been to church your whole life. You've been going to Bible studies. You've seen all this different stuff. But yet when it comes to the idea of you discipling someone, the task seems ridiculous. It's difficult. Hard to deal with because you've never done it. So that in itself becomes an obstacle for leaders. Number two, number two, number two, number two, number two. It says, uh, oh, wait a minute. You, did you put all, you wasn't putting the whole things in there, was you? Okay. It's all in bold to me, so I don't know. I, it's okay. All right. You, oh, got it, got it, got it. I see what you did. Okay. Got it. Thank you. Okay. I don't see what you did, but I mean, I, I'm looking at the article on this side. All my stuff is black on here. Because I yeah. Here we go. Number two, many believers assume they're already discipled. Uh-oh. Many believers assume they're already discipled. Oh, can we talk about it? The writer says this. That's because too many churches have defined discipleship as if you attend small groups and worship, you're a disciple. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. He's, the writer says, they believe they've already been discipled because they attend small groups and worship, so they believe they've already been discipled. That's not it. That's not it. Just because you attend small groups and worship does not mean you've been discipled. Right? The word, the word, the word itself, disciple means learner. If you're going to look at the biblical definition, learner. Disciples are people who answered the call of Jesus in the New Testament when he said, follow me. Discipleship. The, watch this. Discipleship. If, you, if, I was going to, if I was going to give it a, 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 a if I was going to put some, some a, 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 a more uh, easier to understand or a message Bible type definition to it. it. It's learning and trusting and obeying his word. All of that's a part of discipleship. It's essential to the Christian walk. How can you follow without discipline? Mm. How can you follow without discipline? Discipleship is the practice of following Jesus. And you and, and so you know, I, when I go to small groups and I do the, okay, but uh, are is your life changing, or do you just attend Bible study? Do you just attend small groups? But are you still the same person? Have you grown spiritually, or are you still the same hellraiser you were before you started going to small groups? Are you still the same hellraiser you were before you started going to Bible study? Are you still the same hellraiser you were before you started coming to Sunday school? Angela said, see, they can say what they want about Baptist upbringing, but they were disciples, you heard me. That's where my training came from, not full gospel. The problem is when we get to a certain age, we don't think we have to be discipled anymore. 
I can't get no help now because I'm going to step on the toe. The problem is when we reach a certain age, we don't feel like we have to be discipled anymore. Because, see, we let me, let me help you all something. Let me help somebody real quick. You don't age out of discipleship. Huh? You don't age out of discipleship. There's no, there's no aging out. You never get too old to be discipled. Can I help somebody? The only time, oh God, the only time you become ineligible for discipleship is the day you take your last breath. That's when discipleship stops. I don't care if you are the chairman of the deacon board, the chairman of the trustee board, the vice whatever, the who, him, how, what, what even pastors still need to be disciples. I can't get no help. Even, huh? Even pastors still need to be discipled. I don't need another degree, but I still need to be discipled. Huh? <laughs> the Bible says forever learning. Come on, <laughs> Sister Pitt. <laughs> Let's keep going, y'all. Let's keep going. We're talking, we're talking, we're talking about 11 obstacles to discipleship, 11 obstacles uh, to effective discipleship. Number three, number three says, uh-oh, <clears throat> y'all ready, y'all ready? Few churches, few, few churches have a clear discipleship pathway. Mm. Few churches have a clear discipleship pathway. The writer says, even if they're trying to do discipleship, their strategy is disconnected and unclear. You want to know what a disconnected strategy looks like? I'll teach discipleship for six weeks, and then there's no follow-up. You teach tithing for six weeks, and there's no follow-up. You teach evangelism for six weeks, and there's no follow-up. So what's the strategy? So, so So you sit them down in the room. Come on, pray for me now. You sit them down in the room, and you go through all of the ins and outs of discipleship. So at the end of the six weeks, what happens? At the end of the six weeks, then what? Because at that point, you should be releasing them to do the work. What's the point of sitting in a six-week evangelism class? That you've given them all the charts, you got all the pie charts, all the good graphics, all the PowerPoints, all of this and that, the hows and the ends and the outs and all of that. And now the time has passed, evangelism is over, and now guess what? Oh, we're going to move to discipleship. Well, what did we do with evangelism? What was the point of teaching on evangelism? And we got no new evangelists. Why did we spend six to eight weeks? Teaching on evangelism to not have any new evangelist. Come on now. That's like me going to a a statistics class and graduating with a, a certificate, but never, ever doing a statistic on nothing. <laughs> but I got a certificate saying I know how. But you never put it to practice. Come on. Six weeks of evangelism. And I'm talking from experience. 
six weeks of, 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 of tithing, eight weeks of discipleship, uh, 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 another four or five weeks of fellowship. All of this stuff, we're teaching all this, and then for what? Where is it put into practice? No strategy. Or it's disconnected and unclear. Because we move on to the next, whatever the next thing is. So we can stay on schedule. Oh, my God. Let's go, let's go. Number four, number four, number four, number four. Here we go. The writer says, many discipleship strategies have limited discipleship to information transfer. Uh-oh, that is. Many discipleship strategies have limited discipleship to information transfer. That is, that you gain knowledge matters most, and too little attention is given to what you do with that knowledge. I just said that. <laughs> you, got, you got all the information, but there's no destination. You know, you know, you know what that's the equivalent to? All y'all put, pick y'all phones up, right? Pick y'all phones up. Go to Google Maps or Google Directions or Waze, whatever you do. Type in the destination. Hit go and then put the phone down and stay watching me. <laughs> that's, what you, that's what we do in the church. We spend all that time getting folks ready. Can I share something with y'all? I remember. And I'm a, I don't want to get no. I'll say this. I'll say this. I remember at ABC Church, they spent somewhere between $1,500 and $2,000 on a grant writing class. And seven to eight people took that grant writing class so that the church would have people in-house that could help them get grants for things that the church needed. Somewhere between $1,500 and $2,000, these people came and sat for about eight to ten weeks, spent two or three hours a Saturday, two hours at least, learning the process, the ins and outs of grant writing. Seven to eight people. Not one person ever wrote a grant out of those people for the church. When it came time to get a grant, couldn't find nobody. But you paid all this money so these people could get certified in being grant writers. But none of them wrote a grant. That's the equivalent. So you can say you got the knowledge, but you don't know what to do with it. You have no plan. All right. Number five, number five. We moving, y'all. We moving. God bless you. God bless you. Number five, number five. Uh Uh-oh. Woo-hoo. Good discipleship (laughs) requires leaders to refocus much of what they do. Read that again. Good discipleship requires leaders to refocus much of what they do. The writer says this, discipleship requires intentional focus, which means leaders must adjust their schedules, typically by giving up something. 
you got to adjust your schedule, which means you got to give us something. What does that mean? What does that mean? I know you want to do this thing. I know you, 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 you want to do this event. You want to do this. You want to do that. But your people, your sheep can't go attract other sheep. So I know you want to do this thing. I know, I know, I know. But, they, but none of your people can help tell nobody else about God. But you want to do this thing. And I know there's a real thin line there. There's a, 